Good morning, you beautiful English learners. It's me, Ronan. Yes, I took another break. Why? Because I'm terrible. I'm very consistent at being inconsistent. It is definitely my Achilles heel. Uh, it is something I am trying to work on. All right, here's the deal, folks. This podcast has taken a very long time to put together. And the reason it's taken a very long time to put together is because, well, one, I'm lazy, two, I'm spending time in the cabin, three, I'm prioritizing myself, four, I've been swimming, five, it's a really good podcast and I want to do it right. So I've actually broken this podcast up into several different parts and today I am releasing part one. The name of this podcast is Murphy's Law. Yes, Murphy's Law. And I'm not going to tell you too much about it. I'm not going to tell you too much about Murphy's Law. I'm just going to get straight into the podcast. Folks, thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoy part one. Part two is coming out soon. We have a saying in English. It's Murphy's Law. And Murphy's Law is like an expression or something that typically means... Anything that can go wrong, does go wrong. And I'm sure you have something in your language as well. Well, we call it Murphy's Law. And I'm going to tell you a story over a couple of different podcasts about this Murphy's Law happening to me. So have you ever been in a situation where you could have said, it was one of those times where everything that could go wrong, did go wrong. And if you have ever been able to say that, you're going to love this podcast. So let's start with a bit of background to this story. It all started back in October. I booked flights back to the homeland for Canada, or from Canada, for Christmas. First Christmas in 10 years that the entire Scott family are getting back together. Needless to say, I was excited. I was over the moon. I was finally going to get to see my siblings at the same time. And that has been a very, very, very long time ago. You have to also understand that Christmas in Ireland is a huge celebration. It is definitely our biggest time of the year. And it's a time when everyone returns home. You go back to your families. You catch up with old friends. It's a wonderful time of year in Ireland. Not religious or or anything like that. But it's just the time when we celebrate. Also, Christmas 2022 was the very first time my wife and I were returning back to Ireland since we got married. So we had seen my parents, they came to visit, but we hadn't seen anyone else, hadn't seen any of her siblings, hadn't seen her parents. So there was a lot to pack in for Christmas 2022. And in October, I booked my tickets back home. And as I said, super excited, super pumped. I should let you know now that my wife actually returned to Ireland about six weeks before me for one of her friend's weddings. And there was no point in her going from, say, Canada to Ireland for a wedding, back to Canada in November, and then in December going all the way back to Ireland. So she just hung out in Ireland for six weeks. She can work remotely. That's good. I, however, do not work remotely. I work in the college, so I had to physically be here until about the 18th or 17th of December. 
So anyways, uh, so that meant I'm traveling solo. So this entire story is just me experiencing it. So fast forward to December. It is game day, folks. It is time to travel. It is time to make the long journey home. My journey was broken up into three different parts. First, Kelowna, Vancouver. Second, Vancouver, Chicago in the USA. And third, Chicago back to Dublin, Ireland. In theory, smooth sailing. I had plenty of time in between connections. In theory, the journey was only going to take about 17 hours in total. So it's not that long. The only issue was my flight to Vancouver was on Friday night and my flight to Chicago from Vancouver was on Saturday morning. So I had about 12 or 13 hours to kill in Vancouver City, which is a really cool city. <laughs> now, I had arranged to meet up with a friend in Vancouver, a friend some of you might know. Kira from Professor Prep on Instagram. Check out her page. Focuses on IELTS and delivers some really cool IELTS courses. So definitely go over and check out her page. Now, I was excited because Kira would be one of the very first Instagram English teaching friends that I would be meeting in person, face to face, in the flesh. You know, since I started teaching on Instagram or using Instagram and, you know, you make connections with people from all over the world. She's one of the few people in Canada that I talk to from Instagram. And it was I was super excited because I finally get to see this person, you know, prove they're actually a real person and not just some AI generated Instagram page or something. So I arrived to Vancouver. I pay $8.50 to get the SkyRail into downtown Vancouver. And as soon as I arrived to Vancouver, I got a text from Kira, the person I was just about to meet. Motherfucker got the cold. Yes, Kira got the cold. So, the very first part of my perfect trip home to Ireland got off to a rocky start. I figured it was the worst thing that was going to happen on this trip. You know, I had planned to stay with Kira in Vancouver for a couple of hours. In the morning, hop on the SkyRail, go back to Vancouver Airport. But now that plan was a no-go. I mean, I totally, totally could have hung out with her. However, if she has a cold and I'm flying internationally, is it worth the risk? Probably not. You know, I did not want to have a trace of the sniffles. I did not want to have a trace of a cough, a trace of a cold, or anything like that. So I decided to forego on hanging out with Kira and just spend the night in Vancouver by myself. You know, if I wasn't traveling internationally, yeah, I probably would have hung out with her, but not when I'm just about to hop on an international flight to Ireland. So in that little segment, I said, I did not want to have a trace of the sniffles, a trace of a cough, a trace of a cold, or a trace of anything like that. A trace of. It's a fairly good phrase. A trace of something is just like a very, very small amount of something. You know, I do not want to have the sniffles. I do not want to have a trace of the sniffles. I do not want a runny nose. I do not want puffy eyes. I want nothing resembling the cold 
before I fly. I do not want a trace of it. So a trace of is a very, very, very small amount of something. Today, forensics are so good they need just a trace of DNA to identify a person. Random example. I also mentioned I decided to forgo hanging out with Kira and spend the night in Vancouver by myself. So did I hang out with Kira? No. So I forewent hanging out with Kira. I decided to forgo hanging out with Kira. And to forgo is to omit something, to not take advantage of something, to not do something. It's not a very common verb. It's more formal, academic, or even legal English. And um, I don't know why I said it. <laughs> I have no idea. But I decided to forgo more formal phrase, more way of saying, uh, more formal way of saying, I decided not to. I decided to skip hanging out with Kira. So now you know what it means, even if you don't use it. All right. So back on track. I'm in Vancouver, Van for short, and my trip got off to a rocky start. It got off to a bumpy start. It was not a smooth start. Anyways, I'm in Vancouver. I'm alone. I'm a youngish man. It's a Friday night. I'm on holidays. I'm on holiday mode. What am I going to do? Obviously, I'm going to go grab a drink because I'm on holiday mode. Yes, whenever I'm on holiday mode, I have no intention of working or being healthy. I want to relax. I want to let my hair down. I want to chill the fuck out. I want to have fun. Because I was in holiday mode or on holiday mode, I decided to hit up a sports bar. I sat down and had a few beers. I love holiday mode. You know, over Christmas, I was in holiday mode for like a full week. I forgot what day of the week it was. That's the best. Do not talk to me about work. I'm on holiday mode right now. As soon as 5pm comes, I'm on weekend mode. Do not ask me any questions related to work. God, yeah. So that's like a, a time plus mode. You know, holiday mode, weekend mode, cleaning mode, activity, cleaning mode, for example. Good one. All right, so um, I'm in this bar. It was quiet when I arrived. Started to get busy. It's a Friday night. Of course it was. I ordered a pizza. It was mediocre at best. I was quite disappointed. And uh, this chick was sitting beside me and we just started talking. And it was real nice. Real cool, cool, cool lady, yeah. Until she turned out to be batshit fucking crazy. I mean, I swear to God, you never know who you're sitting beside, but I was not ready for this. You know, at first we hit it off. We spoke about Vancouver, we spoke about Kelowna, just spoke about random stuff. And then, out of nowhere, the conversation took a very hard turn and she said, I think I want to fuck younger men Older men cannot keep up with me. Are you serious? Uh, okay. Not really sure. That's something I would personally feel comfortable sharing with strangers in a bar, but so be it. Strange thing to say, eh? You know, it didn't take long before she was slurring her words. Losing control of her volume, pissing off the bartenders, and even hitting on the guy to her other side. 
She even went so far as showing everyone around her a seductive selfie of herself. I shit you not, she was batshit crazy. It did not take long before I bailed. You know, I, I decided to spend the rest of the evening at the airport. I did not need to put up with this shit on my first day of vacation. I was way too sober to talk to her, so I just needed an out. I just needed to get away from there. Alright, so we're going to take a look at some of the English in that little segment. And I really want to focus on a hard turn, batshit crazy, boy toy or fuck buddy, and, and to slur. So a few good ones to look out for. But the first one is a hard turn. So folks, in that conversation with that random chick at the bar, it was a normal conversation. You know, we were just talking about fun activities that you can do. Just general chit-chat, nothing serious. But then the conversation took a hard turn. She started talking about her sex life. She started showing pictures of herself in a bra to the patrons around her and to the bartenders. Let's be honest. That's not fucking regular behavior. For me, it was really, really strange. Our conversation was going well. Then it took a hard turn and boom, it got real weird real quick. Have you ever been in a car that took a hard turn? Well, if you're a passenger in that car, you kind of like get thrown to one side of the vehicle. You know, imagine you're a passenger in a car and you're driving on the highway. You're driving straight, no turns, just straight. Then you see a McDonald's coming up and while your driver, well, they fucking love McDonald's. The McDonald's is getting closer. The driver is not slowing down. They're not going to stop. Then suddenly, without warning, they decide to take a hard turn into McDonald's without warning you, without slowing down, without even using a turn signal. You get thrown to one side of the vehicle. That's a hard turn, folks. So how can a conversation take a hard turn? Well, you could be talking to someone about the weather and then they ask you about assisted suicide. That's a hard turn. You could be talking to someone about your favourite ice cream and they ask you if you're planning to have kids or something. That's a hard turn from ice cream. You could be talking to someone about sport and then suddenly they ask you about your sex life. That's a very hard turn from sport. The first part of the conversation is normal. The hard turn is not fucking normal shit to talk about. There's no relation between part A and part B of what was being said. So how can you use this, uh, this idiom? Well, if you're in a group, you could say, Wow, Ronan, that's a hard turn. You know, right after someone changes the conversation to a brand new topic. If I'm the one who's going to introduce the hard turn, I could just say, sorry for the hard turn on the conversation, but blah, 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 blah. And that's a great segue to bring up a brand new topic. And of course, you could just say, wow, Ronan, what a hard turn. The fuck is wrong with you? So that conversation took a hard turn. That's a very common way of saying it. Or, well, you took a hard turn. So... Overall, a hard turn is a new conversation that is entirely different to the original, usually on a very strange or heavy topic. In that one, I also mentioned to slur. And I mentioned how the woman began to slur her words. Slur. S-L-U-R. 
The more she drank, the more she slurred. She was slurring her words. You know what a verb to slur. When a person drinks too much and they lose the ability to talk coherently and their words kind of run into one another, that's slurring. Think about it. We all know a person who when they get a few too many drinks into them, they lose the ability to talk coherently. They lose the ability to pronounce every single word correctly. Instead of saying something, they might say something. Instead of saying, are you serious? They would say, are you serious? The S sound gets more difficult to say when you get drunk, and it's a very common one for being slurred. What's happening? What's happening? I can't remember the last time I was so drunk that I was slurring my words, but it has happened. It's a clear sign that you're shit-faced. I think it's like if I drink too much whiskey, that's when I will slur my words. You know, beer is one thing, but whiskey, whatever it is about that, if I have too much of that, I'll slur my words. And there's times when I catch myself and I can't help but laugh because it sounds funny. You know, you, you have an idea of what you're going to say and then your mouth just doesn't work. It is pretty funny. It's quite frustrating at times and it's very hard to be taken seriously if you're slurring your words. So this woman was in the bar knocking back the drinks and she began to slur her words. And for me, that's a just no. Like if you're my friend, I will absolutely hang out with you when you're that shit face. But her, I don't know this chick. I'm on holiday mode. I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, she also mentioned her boy toy. You know, and a boy toy is a man that you fuck for fun. Nothing serious. Um, also known as a fuck buddy, friends with benefits, a bit in the side, a squeeze, many, many different ways of addressing this kind of relationship. But it is just a no strings attached relationship. Just you meet someone, you fuck them and you're done. And a boy toy could be an older boy toy or a younger boy toy. That's how people would talk about it. So this chick was not happy with her older boy toy. She said she wanted to trade him in for a younger model. So, yeah. Thankfully, I'm over the age of 30 and I was too old. I also mentioned how she was crazy. But not just a little crazy. Not very crazy. Not really crazy. Not absolutely crazy. She was batshit crazy. Bat shit crazy. B-A-T-S-H-I-T crazy. And that is an extreme, extreme form of crazy. You know, you're not just a little crazy, you're batshit crazy. It's the strongest type of crazy there is. She was insane. I do not know the origins of this collocation, batshit crazy, but I'm sure it's out there somewhere and it's got to be interesting. So if you describe a person as batshit crazy, you're just saying how this person is wild, off the wall, uncontrollable, for example anything like that <sighs> so folks to revise the very first leg of my trip got off to a rocky start i was due to hang out with a friend she bailed because she got a cold and because i'm traveling internationally i decided to play it safe and not hang out if there was no flight absolutely but it is what it is it was what it was because my friend was unable to hang out i had nowhere to stay Granted, I was only in Vancouver for about 12 hours, but still, I had no couch, I had no place to just go and sit down. 
So I decided to go to a bar, get some grub, got talking to this lady, turns out she's crazy, and I just dip out of there. You know, I just, yeah, to dip out. I decided to just do an Irish goodbye. I just left. Honestly, I'm, I doubt she even noticed. Okay, to be honest, I told her I was going to go outside for a smoke. And then I never returned. The classic going for a cigarette trick, folks. If you ever need to get out of a situation, even if you're not a smoker, just say it. Unless they ask for one and then you're kind of in the hoop. <laughs> so I had a lot more time, but I didn't want to just be hanging out in Vancouver. You know, um, spend the money walking around with luggage Friday night in Vancouver. It was rain. It was a little wet. wasn't pouring rain, but it still wasn't great weather. So, I mean... I was in a bit of a situation. I thought about going to the cinema. I was going to go see Avatar at 11pm. And that would have taken me up to about 2am or 3am almost. Which is good timing. But honestly I was so tired. I felt I was going to fall asleep had I sat down there. Like we're talking like it's 10.30pm now. Or at the time of the story when I left the bar. And I'm usually in bed at 9 or 9.30. So it's time is ticking. You know. Um, What else? Couldn't get a hotel in Vancouver. They're way too expensive. Like 12 hours. I'm not paying $300 for a hotel room for that short amount of time. And yes, there is nowhere cheaper in Vancouver. It is a very expensive city. If um, if I had like 24 hours, yeah, I would definitely have considered a hotel. But not for a 12-hour stay. So folks, I just returned to the airport. You know, as lame as that may sound. I went to town, had some fun decided to go back to the airport and kip it in the airport for the night and that is where we get to part two of this podcast folks the lady wakes the bear oh yeah and that ladies and gentlemen and people is that for part one i hope you enjoyed i hope you are excited for part two the lady wakes the bear because that's where my journey gets real interesting that will come out very very soon in the meantime i hope you're happy i hope you're healthy check out all my pages go to my website littlesealenglish.com and get ready because lots of cool shit coming your way soon thank you bye